Online shopping is easy and convenient, and the Gundelio smartphone app makes it inexpensive, too. Deals on guns, ammunition, holsters, optics, lasers, and more, available day and night. Load the Gundelio Apple or Android app today at Gundelio.com. Three hours of the regular show on terrestrial radio and you wanted a little bit more so that's why you found the gun talk after show podcast where we saved all the best things that we can't say on regular radio now here's tom michelle and jim for the gun talk after show all right time for the after show here we got uh jim and we got tom over there because michelle went off to make a bunch of noise and, and noise and noise and more noise with smoke right lots right. of smoke yep yep lots of smoke she's doing the black powder skirmish thing yes Fun. she is oh that's kind of skirmish i thought she was like in a cage match or something yeah or one of those family feuds deals <laughs> right it's like right you know, my bad of course, with, with her family, a family feud to be have a lot of smoke and fire oh, going there. Yes, it's it would. We're not talking there. about anything hosted by Richard Dawson. No, no, no. <laughs> no, never. That's right. Was it? He wasn't. No, I can't remember. What was his character in uh, Hogan's Heroes? Uh, uh, Newkirk. Yeah. Newkirk. Was it? Very good, was it? Oh, wow. That's Pretty weird. sure. Okay, that's a, a life wow. wasted away. There that you go. fast, huh? <laughs> oh, well. Hey, let's do this. Uh, Bob has been on hold for way too long, and I appreciate him staying with us. Hey, Bob, you still there? I am here. Okay, I appreciate your, your patience because it's an important subject. Let's talk about it. What's on your mind? Well, I was listening to your guest host earlier, and uh, I apologize. I can't remember his name. Oh, but it's Chris, Chris Serino. Yeah, and he made a statement that was rather disturbing when he talked about training civilians as well as police officers. And he said, people like to shoot people with guns. Police like to shoot people with guns. I almost wrecked my truck when I heard that. I've been in law enforcement for 30 years. I still train law enforcement, not in the use of firearms, but I've never, ever met one police officer who said, I like to shoot people. And you know, I, I thought, I thought uh, if I was a, a plaintiff's attorney in a lawsuit, he would be my best witness. <laughs> well, uh Chris has trained an awful lot of cops, uh, and I, I know what he was saying. He just didn't say it very elegantly. What I think what he was trying to say is people will shoot other people with guns. It's not like they enjoy it, but they are willing to shoot. If if a cop rolls up on a situation and there's a guy with a gun there and there's a dead body there, the cop is going to be willing to shoot the guy who is carrying the gun. But I think it was a very inelegant way to say it. And if it, I'm sure if Chris had a chance to do it all over again, instead of being in the heat of doing it live, he would have rephrased that. Well, like he said, people get jacked up when uh, when when things are happening live. And uh, and yes, I, I will I will grant him it's probably just a poor choice of words. But you know, yeah, uh, what you just said though is critically important. Yes, police show up and they see somebody with with a gun. Mm-hmm. And in this case, in Colorado, absolutely tragic. But I, and I don't know the circumstances. I'm not second guessing or armchair quarterbacking right. anything. But right. still have a responsibility to announce and give commands, short of somebody directing fire right at them. So, and in this day and age, you know how many guns are on the street with right. law-abiding citizens. Right. And we know a lot of people have guns, and most people are law-abiding. So we have an obligation, just like happened with the. Uh, with the Brianna Taylor case, mm-hmm. I don't know whether the police announced or not, but if they go in and you're facing gunfire, we have that obligation to tell people, we're the police, hands in the air, on the ground, drop the gun, whatever it happens to be. 
and, sort of and I'm already firing on us. And you got to know that's going to be examined carefully. I mean, I don't know if you if you got a chance to see the video of the sheriff there, Arvada County Sheriff, talking about it, and he was. I mean, he was just distraught over the good guy getting killed, and then he's worried about, obviously, his officer, and, you know, they're going to investigate it and look at it. But it may be, just as you said, just, you know, you get so jacked up, you come roaring in there hot, and there's a guy with a gun, and you forget your training, and you forget, you know, that there are good guys with guns, and you just smoke him, and there we go. I'm, there will be lessons learned from this. Sure, both on the and there's, yeah, Exactly. So, like I said, we're... We examine every plane crash to find out what happened and what can we learn from it. Same deal here, both on the police training side and on the uh, civilian side. Let me ask you a question. In police training, and I don't know when it was, how long it's been since you went through the academy. Um, been a while. <laughs> do they, I wonder if today, given how many people are legally carrying guns, do they spend much time on the fact that a lot of the people who are not law by are not lawbreakers are carrying guns, you're going to run into a lot of people with guns. Well, I I, I couldn't answer to that because I'm not involved in the academy training uh, right now, and I'd hate to say something. If, if they are if they're not, they should. Mm-hmm. But as we see in so many places now, uh, you know, good quality gun ranges, gun gun stores that also provide training, that should be part of it. That uh, you know, if you are involved in a in a situation and you are use your gun, you need to anticipate the police coming and being there. And all they're going to see is a man or woman with a gun. You need to be, if the threat is eliminated, you almost need to consider putting yourself in the prone position mm-hmm. until they get, and, and that is, that should be uh, training given to all civilians who decide to carry concealed or open carry, whatever the law is in your state, that these are some of the things you have to consider. And I, you know, your one caller just before you went off the air that talked about, I carry a weapon to protect my family. I'm not sure I'm going to get involved in this other stuff. And, you know, his call. I mean, uh, his call. And, I, and, and nothing I, wrong with that. No, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that at all. I, I'm going to protect my own and, uh, and uh, as somebody else said, and be a good witness. That's what, you know, I'm retired, and that's what I try to do. My, my inner me, my youth wants to jump into the fray. But what I need to do to the degree I can is be a good witness. But if things turn south and go as bad as they could, then I'll, I'll get involved. Yeah, and it's, it's a sliding scale, and you don't know where you're going to be on any given day, what's going to happen. You know, and the other thing is, if you decide to get involved, you got to remember, where was it? I think it may have been Colorado in the Walmart where a good guy, there was a guy shoot up a Walmart, a good guy sneaks up, shoots or is it going to shoot the bad guy? And turns out the bad guy has got an outlier. His his girlfriend is slipping back behind him and comes up behind the concealed carry guy and shoots him in the back of the head and kills him. Mm-hmm. You don't know how many there are out there. Yep. Well, and, I think a lot of a lot of folks like me who are retired, we just it, it they say it gets in your blood, and it certainly does. And uh, I still, like I said, I I train law enforcement officers, not in not in the use of firearms, but mm-hmm involved in it uh, and did a lot of work in the Denver area over the years. I, I may personally know the sheriff over there. I can't I can't really tell. Uh, it's been probably 10 years since I did a lot of work in the Denver area with Arvada and right. Denver PD, all those agencies and Aurora. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of good folks over there, a lot of good folks. And, yeah, and if you want to, uh, that uh, it's, it's available actually on YouTube, the uh, sheriff just speaking to the camera and talking about 
you know, what happened. And also there, they included a video clip, security camera video clip of this guy slipping up on the officer and then they break just as he shoots him. But you can see what he did. I mean, uh, it was it was just cold blooded murder. That's all it was. Well, we've got people out there who want to do that to cops. It's a uh, it's a crazy time right now. Uh, I admire the men and women who are who are doing this job and and still stick with it. Uh, I turned it over to the young ninjas. I uh, yeah. I think they're they need to be doing it. But there they're still go. my brothers. Uh, hey, Bob, look, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you for your service uh, in law enforcement. We appreciate And for understanding what, like I said, I think Chris just uh, had a, a slip of the tongue. He probably would have rephrased that. I mean, uh, I don't know. If you, forgiving soul. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, thank you, sir. I do appreciate that. Uh, Jim Tom, I don't know. Did you guys catch that when Chris was talking? It was one of those that when he said it, I thought, oh, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. 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 He, I, I cringed up a little. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cringy thing. And you're going. And, and we, we said, well, you know, cops like to shoot people with guns. What, what he's really saying is when cops roll up, they are willing to shoot somebody who has a gun when they've been told there's a shooter and maybe people have been shot. And that's, you know. Right. Yeah, so it's it just an unfortunate meant, phrase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if we gave Chris another shot at it, he'd go, oh, that's not what I meant. Right. You know, I, I understand right. that. Right. You know, because heavens, I, I don't know if you guys know, Chris, uh, not only was an air marshal, but he used to train air marshals. Yeah. And, yep. uh, yeah. He's, he's on he's my done. list of guys not to screw with, by the way. I have a whole list of people I won't mess with. He's, he's probably he's one a of good them. idea. Yeah. He's also a really, really good instructor. He can take anybody almost that I've seen mm -hmm. and within five minutes have them shooting much smaller groups, much better. Oh, yeah. He has a great technique for teaching how to shoot a pistol. And he also said that he's starting classes again soon, didn't he? Yes. Uh, was it SerenoTrainingGroup.com? Good, because he's not far from here. Oh, that's a few hours away. That's true. He is Ohio-based. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Although he's spending a lot of time in Florida these days, so I'm not sure which place he's right. where he's hanging out. We'll, we'll see if we can find out. We'll, we'll get him back on here. Mm -hmm. Oh, but if you haven't, uh, you got to go check out the new First Person Defender shows, too, because he's great in those things, whether he's... Uh, running him, or sometimes he'll slip in and be the bad guy, and it's... God, I would not want to go down <laughs> there. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, and that's, okay. that comes out today, right? Uh, yes. Is yeah. that First person YouTube? Defenders, yeah. They'll be on YouTube. Uh, just look right. under the uh, Gun Talk, cool. or even uh, GunTalkTV.com. We've right. got them there, too. Yep. Has anybody in those scenarios just run out the door and run away? Yes. That's a good solution sometimes. Uh, can be. Can be, actually... It's a thoughtful, good solution, and what we try to do, sometimes we'll set it up, and we're always crafting these things, which sometimes we'll set up where there's absolutely no way to win, mm -hmm. yeah. and we do it over and over, and finally it dawns on them, you know, what's that old, was it War Games, the old movie, where the, the uh, computer finally says the only way to win is to not play? Yeah. Is to not be there, yeah. Right. Yeah, and uh, they finally figure out, you know, if you just turn around, I pointed out, I said, you see that thing in the wall right there? That's a, <laughs> that's a door. It's called a door, yeah. Yeah. If you go through safety. that door, nobody gets shot because the only reason that somebody got shot here is because you were there puffing up and, and doing this thing. Right, right. Huh, how about that? Hey, how about we break protocol instead of going to break and we extend things a little bit and get to Jeff? Sure, let's do that because Jeff's in Oak City out there in the land of the tornadoes. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Hey, you're not kidding about those tornadoes. I did get hit about 10 years ago, but oh, that's a whole different story. <laughs> oh, hug. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was something. 
It turned out well, but anyway. Hey, so I was listening uh, to the, uh, a gentleman speak about a 10 millimeter, and you mm-hmm. said, oh, the 9 millimeter, 10 millimeter is just as effective. I disagree on that because a 10 millimeter, that's going to feel like Mike Tyson hits you right in the chest versus a 9. <laughs> I've seen many 9 millimeters, <laughs> many videos about people getting shot. You know, they're usually typically 9 millimeters. You get shot with the 10 millimeter, you're going to know it, and I think you're going to go down with the bulletproof vest on. That's just because it hits so hard. Well, and I, mean, I you, do. You, you may be right. I mean, there's a lot of a lot more power in a ten, no doubt. Yeah, and I don't have any problem shooting it. I have a Tanfolio Witness. Uh, it's a compact polymer, mm-hmm. and I had to change the rear sight on that. It didn't have uh, windage and elevation. I kept shooting low and to the right, which some of the reviews, some other people were doing that too. So I put a new rear sight on there. And after a lot of banging and getting an device, did you know that they have a, a little device that helps you slide those on? Oh, I you mean a, a, it's called a sight pusher. It's a cool tool. And, yeah, rather than wanging away on this thing with a ball-peen hammer, you actually use the, the device that's made for that task. Yeah, they didn't tell me that when I got the site. And I ordered it anyway. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen me do that. That was that was fun. Anyway, oh I'm dead on with that thing, and it's it's an amazing little pistol. I, that's my everyday carry now. I was using a, a Beretta uh, PX4, but I like this much better. You know, whenever I see or hear the name Tanfoglio, and don't get me wrong, they make good guns, nice Italian guns. I am whisked back in the time machine when we were doing the Sportsman's Team Challenge show on ESPN way back 20 years ago. And we were at the end of a very long, hot day of working. And we're trying to do the announcement of these different teams. And one of them was named Team Tanfoglio. And let me tell you. I think I saw that. Yeah, well, what would have been fun is if you could have seen like the 14 screwed up takes when we're trying to say Team Tanfoglio, when you're just brain fried and you got nothing left at the end of the day. It's like I'm just going, okay, I know what these words are. I cannot get them out of my mouth. Yeah, I, I think I may have seen that, actually. I've seen um, at least uh, two two or three videos um, with your dad. I enjoyed seeing it. I'm 16. I remember when I was a kid, he would have to be on some of the commercials. And some of those shows, right. I really enjoyed seeing those. So I appreciate those. Oh, uh, we had a lot of fun doing those. I mean, you, you work hard. You get up really early. And, you know, we're out there at the crack of dawn. And you're, you're doing all that stuff. But it was it was a fun time. And we got to put a shooting show on ESPN. That was cool. Yep, yep, that's that's the life right there. So can I make a comment about uh, maybe inserting yeah. yourself into something? So, you know, I was listening sure. to a couple of different scenarios. If I'm at a gas station or I'm, I'm there somewhere where someone innocent is about to, you know, have something bad happen to them, bad guy comes out with a gun, I am absolutely going to insert myself in that. Now, if I don't know, you know, I'll watch. Kind of make sure, you know, I've gone through these scenarios in my head. Um, it may be a good shooting. You never know. But if it's, you know, somebody shooting a cop or carjacking someone, yeah, I'm going to put myself in that. You know, I'm 60 years old at this age. I don't I don't have a problem with that. If I have to kind of, you know, sacrifice myself for the mm-hmm. greater good, at this point in time, I don't mind that at all. <clears throat> I did tell my son, however, yeah. you know, back away from any fights if you have to. Use that as your last resort to pull your firearm out. It's interesting so you that, say that because I, no, I, I've had a similar thought of, okay, you know, <clears throat> I've raised my kids, I've raised my family, and uh, if I can do some good and possibly help somebody, even though it's a risk to me, maybe I 
would be more willing to do that. I don't know if that's a foolish bit of bravado on our part. I just don't know, but I've had the exact same thought. Yep, yep. I mean, so. we're all going to die at some point. You might as well make it a, a good way out instead of, you know, getting, you know, getting hit by a drunk driver or swimming too far out in the lake. You know, just, you know, sometimes you just have to kind of make a sacrifice. Or you can make the bad guy uh, do the sacrifice there. But I, I, I get your point, Jeff. Hey, thanks to call. I appreciate that, sir. Yeah, always better him than us. All right. But I no think kidding. we should take a vote. Who wants to get shot by a 9mm? Yeah, versus a 10. <laughs> no volunteers. Okay. Hey, let's take a quick break here, guys, while we contemplate the 9 versus the 10. It's only one difference, right? Right, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. We'll be right back. Six Hours P365, America's number one selling gun, features magazine capacities of 10 plus 1, 12 plus 1, or 15 plus 1, and is available in multiple configurations, including the SAS with integrated bullseye sight, the XL with an extended 3.7-inch barrel, and the XL Romeo Zero with the Romeo Zero micro red dot sight. The P365 is easy to shoot thanks to an ergonomic design and clean, crisp trigger. Six Hour, never settle. Visit GunTalk.com slash win to enter GunTalk's X Marks the Spot giveaway for multiple chances to win a P365X Romeo Zero from Sig Sauer. Sig's P365X Romeo Zero Micro Compact features a 3.1-inch barrel, the X-Series grip module with a 12-round flush-fit magazine, signature X-Series flat trigger, and the Romeo Zero Micro Red Dot sight installed and ready to go. Enter now through June 30th at GunTalk.com slash win. with you here, and uh, Jim is still figured out how to count between 9 and 10. Yeah, well, see, you can get a hold of 9 relatively easy now. It's pricier than it was, but it's better than it was a mm-hmm. month or so ago. Mm-hmm. So I just, for my 10s, I have several 10s, I just use 9s with shims. There you go. <laughs> that, that'll make it fit just fine. Yeah, just got these one millimeter shims I tuck just in. Just fine. Who's going to come out with the Spinal Tap cartridge? Ooh, that's right. It's just ours go to 11. See, I know, I know. I get it. <laughs> Very good. Very good pop culture reference there, Tom. Yeah. Ours go to 11. Okay. Oh, and no, I don't mil- want to get shot with that either. No. <laughs> 10 millimeters are cool. Um, I, you know, remember, Jim, when we brought out the first gun talk gun? It was mm-hmm. a 10 millimeter. And that Kimber. was Kimber 1911. Mm hmm. A long time ago, 15, 16 years ago now. Mm-hmm. Wow, really? Uh, GT10, we called it, for 10 years. And also, it's a 10 millimeter. Mm-hmm. Um, and back then, it was still kind of cultish, and not a lot of people were paying a lot of attention. There's always that kind of little undercurrent of interest in the 10. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a different thing now. There are a lot of people interested in 10s and getting them. Yeah, well, because, you know, you've got, well, proponents like us. Ted's been a big proponent of 10 millimeter for a long time. And when you start to look at the, the the ballistics of it and really get into geek world, 10's got a nice little nice little punch behind it. Mm-hmm. Well, it does. And you know what else is good for it? People don't talk about much. It would be really good for handgun hunting. Yep. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I mean, I would hunt a deer with a 10, call it a 50, 60-yard uh, proposition with iron sights and maybe a 100 with a 
a scope or a red dot, you kind of figure out because it's it's really going to be where can I count on putting all the shots inside five inches? Right. Well, doesn't yeah. Smith make a ten revolver? Yes, and it is. Now there's a hunting gun. That would be a real good. Of course, then again, you say okay, if I'm going to use a revolver, now that opens up a bunch of other good hunting cartridges: 41 Magnum, 44 sure. Special, 44 sure. Magnum, 45 Colt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of opportunities there. I figure I got two oh, rounds. Two rounds of ten left. I might as well buy two guns. <laughs> now that's some serious rationalization. Thank you, sir. I'm, I'm proud of you. You've trained me well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm seeing more ammo. Uh, I mean, at least online. I don't know about at stores, but even even at stores, I think it's there. It's still not cheap. I don't, we're a long way from finding cheap ammo again, I think. Right. But, I mean, we're up to a buck around for nine, and now we're, I see it under 60 now. Oh, I've seen it at 50, 55. Really? So, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you got to get on the email list for a bunch of companies like, oh, Natchez Shoe Supply, Mid-South, uh, you know, CDNN, uh, Palmetto State Armory. I mean, all of these outfits... And they do these emails, and you get it, and it's like, okay, this price is probably going to be good for about two hours, and they're, they're going to be out. Right. But when you can get nine for 50 cents and shipping's included, that's just not bad these days. Oh, no doubt. No, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know anything about 50 and shipping. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. So I have not seen any deals on 10-millimeter ammo. Just The, the deal is getting it. <laughs> yeah. Did you get it? <laughs> yeah. Good. All right. Good deal. That's, the, that's a steal, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting a note here from my buddy. He's, he was asking about flying with guns. He says, all right, I got to Oregon. He says, do they usually put the bags of the firearms on the regular baggage claim? I'm going to put sometimes, sometimes <laughs> not. Definitive. That'll be helpful. What do you think? Yeah, isn't it? What's to, what's to stop somebody from looking for those tags and just grabbing the bag and say, well, that one's well, they're not supposed to put any tag. they're not supposed to put any firearms identification tags on the bags. In fact, it's actually against the law. Supposed to. Uh, supposed to, yeah. American puts tags on them that marks them like special purpose, you know. Gee, that's And in that not... case, I think I, I think you can't. I think they don't put those on the baggage claim. I think you have to go to the little baggage counter. Uh, okay, yeah. And show ID. Okay. I did, I did like one guy I knew. He went there, and I think it was Delta is doing the deal where they put their own zip ties to lock the case, even though you got locked. That's on, illegal. Right? That's well, illegal, isn't it? it? I, I don't think so. Oh, I thought you can't. You 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 have to lock it and be the one that has access to it. Well, and by you, them I mean, zip tying yeah, it, you but don't. They're, but they're they're adding the locks, uh, the zip ties. So <laughs> he went and picked it up at the little baggage counter deal, mm-hmm. you know, and he and he knew what they were doing. So he pulled out of another bag a pair of diagonal cutters and just snipped them off right there in front of him. He said, "You can't do that." You can't open that thing up here. He says, call a cop. <laughs> just like, you know, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. Call a cop. You know, yeah. yeah. Actually, I can not only can I open it here, I could actually load it and put it on my person. That would be legal here. Yeah. Wow. Well, my question would be, how the heck did he get off a flight with a pair of scissors? No, it was in another bag. <laughs> oh, okay. He was another check. Another, gotcha. another checked bag. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, but he anticipated what was going on, and he had his little. You know, diagonal cutters yep. ready, and yep. basically just for that to say, I'm going to snip this off in front of you, 
just because I really hate your policy, but I can't do anything about that, but at least I can do this. And people don't know that, mm-hmm. depending on the state and where the regs are, you can carry a loaded gun in a an airport as long as you're not past the security, security area. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, that's not true in all states. you got to check your regs. So, don't, don't, once don't, again. Don't be walking in with an AR saying, it's legal. i got a gun, but it's okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, yeah, it's... Optics judgment. doesn't just mean the scope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and and judgment, or whether they say common sense is not very common, and uh, judgment is often in uh, poor supply. Yes. So, have. I don't know. But, yeah, you guys got to go check out the new FPDs, the first-person offender shows. Mm-hmm. Start today. We had some really good folks in here. We had a young lady who's actually a member of the family, uh, a recent uh, college graduate. Mm-hmm who really didn't have much background in guns at all, but she's smart, and she's an athlete. Wait, she's and smart, she, and she's in the family? Wait a minute. Okay, she's a, okay, she's a distant relative. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Third cousin four times removed. Right. Oh, oh, you'll love this. So my buddy writes back. He says, it was on the carousel. TSA noticed and barked at me for taking it off the carousel rather than waiting for a baggage dweeb to notice and take it to, quote, the office. I suggested that they were barking at the wrong person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this buddy of mine's got security clearances that would be stacked up a foot high. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, no. You, you, nice try. You put it on the ba- the carousel. It's my bag. I'm out of here. Right. Yeah. You know, if you want to check, do I, you know, is it my bag? Do I have the claim tag? Yeah, we can do that. Right. Uh, but no, don't be yelling at me because you guys Drop put it on the, the carousel. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mr. Tangential, back to FPD family member gal. Oh, oh yeah. She did a great job, Erin. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's, uh, you know, former champion gymnast. Oh. Yeah. So... If she decides to run, you're not going to keep up with her. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> you know, just not happening. Uh, so that's kind of fun. You never know what you're going to get with these things. And that's part of the fun of the whole deal is you just set it up and then see how it develops. Plus, could you imagine the bad guys at the counter at the convenience store and she starts doing handsprings down the aisle toward them? <laughs> <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Yeah, it's, it's a visual. It's like, a, like, like some kind of Laura Croft thing or something, yeah, you know. Yeah. Guy's going to be right here. Next thing you know, she kicks Woo. him. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Actually, she was doing that with Chris, now that I remember. So that, now you really got to watch it to see what, what happened. Yeah. It's, uh, to check yeah, out. these things turn out pretty interesting. Um, the challenge is always how far do you let them run? Mm-hmm. And when somebody screws up, do you really light them up hard? Do you shoot them a lot? Because those things hurt. Right. They 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 really smart. I mean, they leave welts, and well, sometimes they break the skin. You got to be a little courageous just mm-hmm. to play the bad guy, because you got a good chance oh, of getting hurt. You know you're going to. Bad get guys hit. are always getting shot. Yeah. I mean, KJ. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but KJ likes pain. Yeah, it's a whole yeah, other no, story. I mean, he looked like he had gotten attacked by somebody with a. Cigarette, which is burning, oh, and he's got oh, all these no. marks on him. Yeah. Mini plunger like, burns. <laughs> oh man! I mean, and some of these are, you know, welts, and some are you know, broke the skin a little bit. And you know, well, you know, you could wear extra layers. Oh no, it wouldn't look look right. So he's he's oh, one of those guys. Right. You know, yeah, you I don't know. care. I don't how wear all these clothes. 
Yeah, that would take three days to bruise then if I wore extra clothes. <laughs> oh, man. But it is interesting, and we, we learn a lot in the process. Um, if you find somebody who's particularly good at it, you just load them up with a more difficult scenario. Right. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and also, we have been known to throw a red herring out there where one guy looks like the bad guy and it's actually somebody else. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, everybody comes into this thing looking for the bad guy. They know what, you know, something's going to happen, right? Right. They don't know what, but they know something. So you, so you have to do a diversion, distraction, some kind of deal like that. And it comes out, you know, from left field. And they go, wow, never saw that one coming. That's the point. Yep. Yep. If you saw it coming, you probably wouldn't be there. You yeah, know, we use the trunk monkey. <laughs> Remember the trunk monkey yeah, commercials? Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Trunk monkey with Great. a crowbar? Or, uh, yeah. What do you have? A tire iron. Tire, tire iron, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Funny God. stuff. Now, Funny do you, stuff. Do you always yeah. have individuals in these scenarios? Do you ever have, like, say, a husband-wife team? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've done couples have before. You? Okay. The, one of the best slash worst ones. This guy came in proclaiming about he was all dialed up. He was God's gift to firearms and everything else. He tells us about all the guns he has, right? Mm -hmm. And he's going on and on. It's like we're going, mm, okay. And the scenario was you're in like a city council meeting, and he was out in the audience. Mm -hmm. I think, oh, yeah, I was playing the mayor up there in front doing the and I'm talking, and somebody just comes in the door and screams at me this, about his water bill or something and just shoots me as the mayor. And this guy is sitting there with his wife, right, his real wife. He jumps up and runs off, leaves her there. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets, like, gets behind a door and hunkers back there. He leaves her in the field of fire out there in the middle of nothing. And, of course, we ended up going around and getting into a firefight with him. But after we're doing the debriefing, she says, I knew he was going to leave me. I knew he was going to leave me there. And I'm thinking, that must have been a really interesting drive back home from that scenario. <laughs> Tom, Tom Gresham, mayor and divorce attorney. There you go. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, yeah. Oh, Mr. Boy. Trained, tuned up, I've got all these guns. I'm the just only person takes in off this room. room. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. That's just what I'm thinking. Oh, buddy. Don't you usually, I mean, we didn't even have to make it hard. Yeah. Don't you usually find this, the, the guys that talk are just that, and then the guys like Chad Cleland who don't say a word, you're like, that's the guy you got to watch mm -hmm. out for. Yeah, the guys that know what they're doing, they're, they're not telling you that they know what they're doing. Right. They just, they don't have to. They're going, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, pretty much, yes. They're, uh-huh. And the guy who is just proclaiming all the, the training he's had and the classes he's been to, especially the ones that start telling you about all the guns they owned, you know, no. And also, if you run into somebody, you start talking, and they understand that you're a gun person, mm -hmm. and then they have to pull their shirt up to show you their gun. Yeah. Wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah. I'm going, yeah, I, I don't want to be close to you. I don't want to be anywhere close to you. Yeah, conversation of guns came up the other, last night at an outing. Mm -hmm. And this uh, this person was um, not anti-gun, just anti-informed. Okay. Therefore, anti-gun, I guess the best way to put it. Wasn't pro-gun mm -hmm. because she doesn't know anything about it. All so right. I started talking. I said, well, you know, you've been here four hours, right? Yeah. So do you realize 80% of the men in this room are carrying concealed? You're kidding me. <laughs> I said, has there been any problems? Any trouble? No. I said, do you feel safe? Well, yeah. I said, well, you're probably safer than you realized. 
<laughs> she just didn't. She didn't know. You know, she no. she didn't know. And 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 then, of course, then we not are pulling up our shirts and our holster. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. It. She goes, well, where is where is it? And I said, that I know where it's at. You don't need to know where it's at. But you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It was cool, and it, and it gave her a different perspective. Like, oh, well, yeah, they're not just showing off and being jerks right. like I they ex- portrayed on TV. I accidentally flashed my gun to a friend of mine because we were. I'd forgotten I was wearing it. And we were talking about surgery because he had to have a similar hernia surgery that I had just had. So I was showing him my scar. (laughs) Oh, and I just flashed you my gun. Sorry. Oops. Okay. We're going to have to talk about forgetting that you're carrying a gun. Everybody, I think, that carries for any length of time just forgets it's on them at times. At least I have. I've just, I get dressed. It's my wallet. It's my gun. It's my watch. It's, you know, cell phone. It's right. part of my side. I need to get about your day. I don't really think about my gun unless I'm in a situation where I might need it. I'm not really just going, I got a gun. Oh, I got a gun. Don't forget I got a gun. I got a gun. It just becomes uh, part of your body to me. I, I don't know. I got a thought on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, something that might help you not forget that you have a gun. And that is to do two minutes of dry fire every day from the holster. Okay. I mean, how long has it been since you've done any dry firing or any drawing from the holster and shooting at all? I told you a couple of shows ago. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, wow. I'm so broke, I can't even afford to dry fire. There you go. Um, <laughs> it's probably been a month since yeah. I've done any. Yeah. You, you should do it every day. Yep, you're right. If you do it every day and you're, you're actually drawing and clicking and doing real dry fire, safe dry fire, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think you'll ever, ever forget that you're carrying a gun. It's just when you put it on, like you say, like your wallet, you stick it on. Mm-hmm. Now, it's just a thing you just stuck on. Right. But if it's a gun that you drew and shot and did dry fire with that morning mm-hmm. for two minutes before everything got going. You're way less likely to, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. I think it really mm-hmm. puts it into your head. I'm carrying a gun. The other thing I do is when I put my gun on, I've said this before, I say it out loud. It's not good enough to think it. You've got to mm-hmm. say it out loud. It says, this is the day I'm going to need this gun. Not, I may need it today. This is the day I am going to need this gun today. Out loud. Mm-hmm. And that absolutely drills it into your brain. I'm carrying a gun for self-defense today, and I'm probably going to have to shoot. And that being the case, it just colors everything about the day. It's just always there in the back of your mind. You never forget it. It's always... I just don't think it ought to ever be that you have forgotten that you carried a gun. Yeah, it's like, you know, I get out of the car and I head into the store. I, I check to make sure I have it with me. Right. You know, I feel it. It's there. Yeah, okay. But on the ride from my home to the store, it's the last thing on my mind. I don't. Right. Just, I don't. I, and I understand. I mean, I, I can see how it can be that way. Do this for the next week. Try that. Mm-hmm. Each day, set up in a safe place and go dry fire. Tra- practice some draws. Practice pulling your shirt up, doing whatever you got to do to get your concealment uh, out of the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, get 10 good draws, 10 good dry fires. And then, you know, the drill, right? Uh, we talk about this. When you load the gun and put it back on, you say out loud, this gun is now loaded. You say it out loud because otherwise it's going to be like one more dry fire draw. That's not going to work well. Right, yeah. Especially with the price of drywall nowadays. <laughs> 
Yeah, and, and woe be under you if you hit a two by four. <laughs> yeah, oh no. Oh, geez. That gets really pricey. Just, just tack it on to the end of my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just a thought. You might just try that yeah, and see I will, I will. if it helps. I'll report back next week and let you know. Sounds good. And we are, by the way, going to do a, uh, a 4th of July show next week. So the 4th of July, we're going to be right here doing it. Sweet. Yeah. So we're, everybody tune in. Uh, Even if you're at the beach, wherever you are. Uh, burgers in the control room. Looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke alarms going off yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, charcoal grill. <laughs> Why uh, not just get one of those uh, potato warmers while you're at it? Oh, yeah. I think oh. maybe new. I'm thinking new. Negatory on yeah. the potato <laughs> No more potato microwave bags. We're done with those. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. You guys have a great week. Thanks, you too. You be safe. Well, that wraps up another Gun Talk After Show. But if you want even more gun-related stuff, don't forget to check out Gun Dealio. It's the app for Apple and Android phones that connects you to all the Gun Talk shows, plus even more. And we'll catch you next time for the Gun Talk After Show. Gun Talk After Show.